Prepare to be captivated by the business story of the week, hosted by me, Shaheen Shan. Join us on a journey through the twists and turns of entrepreneurial triumphs and setbacks. Immerse yourself in the narrative and witness the magic that turns dreams into reality. This is Business Story of the Week. And welcome back once again, back here to Business Story of the Week, where we navigate the world of entrepreneurship, uh, business, a success, uncovering stories of perseverance, struggle, and innovations. Every episode, you know how it is, we adventure into the lives and journey of those who dare to dream and do. And our guest today is a really, really like an accurate description of this, right? Because Melinda, Melinda is... Melinda Emerson is known as the small biz lady. Did I say that right? The small biz yes. lady and is America's number one small business expert. She is an internationally renowned keynote speaker on business development, social media selling, and marketing strategy. We're going to get into that today. She is the CEO of Quintessence Group her marketing consulting firm, serving Fortune 500 brands that target small business. She has an online school, smallbizladyuniversity.com, that teaches business owners online marketing. She published over 5,000 articles on her blog, succeedasyourownboss.com. She is widely read, reaching more than 3 million entrepreneurs each week online. She hosts, of course, the Small Biz Chat Podcast, and he's the best-selling author of Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months. So I, re- I really don't need any longer introduction than that. Everything that I just said speaks greatly on why Melinda is known as the Small Biz Lady. Melinda, thank you for joining us today. How are you? You look lovely. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This, this, this is uh, this is quite exciting because I feel like these kind of topics is exactly what our audience and our listeners um, enjoy listening to. Uh, it's the kind of success stories that that is quite inspiring, you know. And and I really want to know, Melinda. Like I always try, I always begin from the start. Like where did the journey start to you becoming the small biz lady? You've become known as the number one small business expert in America. Can you share to us a story? Where did it all start? What inspired you? Uh, I feel like I'm imagining some sort of grassroots movements or some like something, some childhood experiences at home. You know, I always love these stories. Let us know what inspired you to become the small biz lady. Gosh, well, I can tell you that who inspired me to be an entrepreneur was actually Oprah Winfrey um, because she was the first journalist that I ever saw start a business. Uh But my personal story began um, as a television news producer. I actually have a broadcast journalism degree from Virginia tech. When I graduated from college, I got a television producer job, which was amazing because it's really, really hard to get a job in television. Um, And by the time I was 23, I was actually working 
in market for television in Philadelphia. I mean, I was, uh-huh. um, you know, I basically got my dream job, my second job out of college. Yeah. And what I learned from that is that you better be careful what you wish for because you just might get it, right? So I, oh, no. I got this amazing job or like I thought it was amazing, but it was actually mm-hmm. a nightmare, right? It was, oh, it wow. was, it was awful. Like I hated the work. I hated the work hours. I hated most of the people I work with. And it was just like, I got to get out of here. I'm going to be the big story on action news. So I, I literally um, quit my job in the middle of February sweeps back in 1999. And okay. I went home and I literally had a laptop, a fax machine and a dream. And I started my first company, Quintessence Group, which I still have now 25 oh, wow. years later. I still oh, have this wow. company. Um you know, but interestingly enough, along the way, um, I grew my my first company was actually a video production company. Eventually, uh-huh. we morphed into a web development and video production company, uh-huh. and then eventually, um, I read a trade journal in two thousand and seven that said okay. social media was going to be the next big thing, like it was going to revolutionize the world, and so I decided hey. to push all of our chips in the middle on that and 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 learn mm-hmm. social media right i mean mm-hmm. so you have to understand twitter was started in 2007 right so so exactly. this this stuff was super early um mm-hmm. but prior to making that decision in 2007 in 2005 mm-hmm. um uh my husband and i got pregnant with my son and i um ended up on bed rest with a high risk pregnancy Oh no! And I got sent home and I had offices in downtown Philadelphia. I had seven or eight employees. Um, my husband had quit his job at that point and joined the business full uh-huh. time. So like our whole income came from this business. And then all of a sudden I got pregnant and, and got really, really, really sick. And, and I got sent home. And what I want you to do is get in your time machine with me and go back to 2005. Yes. Wi-Fi was not in people's houses oh, no. in 2005. That didn't happen till 2007. Okay. So when I got sent home, I was just at home. Right. I mean, I had like a Palm 3 cell phone trying to run my life. Um, But in the course of that time that I had to sit with my thoughts and and worry about this little baby that was coming, uh, who was now 18 years old, about to go to college. But um, oh. at the time, I had had woken up on go every single day. Like I had never taken the time to sit back and stop and think about my business, about how I ran my business, about mm-hmm. even the really expensive mistakes I had made in my business. Mm-hmm. So when I was home, I started writing them all down. I started taking notes. I started thinking about man, you know, I would have run my business better if I had had better advice. And after I had my son, um, I realized I didn't want to go back to working like I was working. I mean, I was like the worst workaholic you ever met. I would would work till, you know, nine, 10 o'clock at night. And I made my staff work like that. So you could call my office at nine o'clock at night and people would answer the phone like it was three o'clock in the afternoon. Like, I honestly believe, thinking back on it now, that God had me get pregnant so he could stop me because I was a mom, you know, I was a crazy person, you know. So um, I I went home, I started taking these notes. um, And that year, you can imagine, we almost lost the business because I wasn't there. I had built Mm -hmm. a business that couldn't run without me. So Mm -hmm. I had a bunch of doers in my business instead of a bunch of thinkers. And so 
I, they basically, you know, watched my battleship sink, you know, while, while I oh, was at no. home struggling with my, my baby. And so, um, you know, my business was rough. I had this high risk pregnancy and, oh, you know, my marriage was on the rocks too. Right. So, so it was oh. like, it was like all this oh, stuff gosh. was bad, like all at one time. Um, I tell people all the time, you know, when I was, when I was 33, like I had my Mariah Carey meltdown, Do you know what I'm saying? Oh. Like it was bad. And I wasn't, I wasn't really sure. Yes, yes, yes. I, I was in my own version of the movie Sparkle, right? <laughs> that crashed <laughs> on her. Right. So I think that um for me, I had to figure out what I was supposed to do next. And I wasn't sure what it was, but um I remember I went and had lunch with my pastor or my church, and I was telling him like all the things that were crazy, and he was like well, have you been praying about it, right? What else would a pastor say to you? Um, and so uh, for me, I was I was like, I was so low that I couldn't pray. And I don't oh, know if no. you're a religious person or not, but, it, but I was in such distraught. So, you know, my business was crumbling. I had this little baby that, you know, had some minor health issues, but it, but it was still hard, right? First baby is hard for anybody. And then, and then my marriage was in trouble. And so it was like, okay, all right, I got to figure out what I'm going to do. So I actually took my pastor's advice mm-hmm. and I started praying. And within two and a half months, I got a vision and a dream three times to become America's number one small business expert. And the first thing God directed me to do was pick up those notes I had taken while I was pregnant and write my book. And so literally all those notes became this best-selling book that's behind me, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months. Uh, the first publisher I ever talked to bought my book. I didn't have a proposal. I didn't have an agent. I had four chapters in a table of contents. And... Um, they bought my book and my book was due to the publisher September 1st, 2008. And again, getting your time machine with me and go back, right? September 14th of 2008 is when the market crashed, right? When people's 401ks became 10ks, it was like terrible. Um, And the publisher called me up and said, listen, thank you so much for being a first time author that actually turned your book in on time. But we don't think anyone's thinking about entrepreneurship right now. And I was like, of course. <coughs> I was like, holy macaroni, Batman, what are we going to oh, do? Like, I was like, what do you mean? You're not going to bring this book out. All these people are losing their job. And they were like, yeah, but we want to bring your book out in a more favorable book environment is what they said. Oh. So I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? And one of my friends um, in the National Speakers Association, she said, look, if I were you, I would start publicizing this book like it was coming out anyway. As a matter of fact, you might want to figure out this new Twitter thing and, and maybe, you know, use that to, to build an audience for your book. And so I was like, oh, my gosh. So at that time, I remembered a famous quote from Bill Gates, actually. He said if he had $5 left in the world, he would spend $2.50 on PR, right? So I was like, well, oh, I had about $5 left in the world at that time. And so <laughs> I reached out to a woman who was a publicist. Her name was Kathy Larkin, and she knew as much uh-huh. as anybody knew about social media at the time. 
And I told her my sad story. You know, my book got bumped mm. for 18 months. They're not going to release my book until March of 2010. What are we going to do? And she said, oh, you mean we got 18 months to build your author platform? And I was like looking at the oh. phone thing and I was like talking to a crazy person. Like what? She's like, oh, this is going to be great. I was like, is it? Because <laughs> it doesn't feel great right now. And she said, we're going to go out on Twitter and build your brand. And I remember being like, what is Twitter? Like, I, di- I literally didn't even know what it was. So so when I went to Twitter, my name, Melinda Emerson, was taken. And so mm-hmm. my publicist at the time said, well, we got to come up with a nickname for you. And I said, a nickname? You mean like Mindy or Melly Mel or something? <laughs> And she said, no, fool, you're not a rapper. I'm not going to give you a name like that. She said, we need to come up with a name that tells people who you are and what you do. Uh And that was the day I became Mm -hmm. a small biz lady, which we now know all these years later, 16 years later, was absolutely the best branding thing that could have possibly Mm -hmm. ever happened to me. And then Mm -hmm. on top of that, I was an early Mm -hmm. pioneer to Twitter, right? Because in 2008, Twitter was one years old. Like it wasn't like everybody was on Twitter. Um, And so I was able to really leverage that platform. And so my Mm -hmm. book ended up not coming out for 18 months. Mm -hmm. So my book didn't come out Mm -hmm. until 2010. So Mm -hmm. literally I used Twitter Mm -hmm. every day like a job for 18 months until that book came out. So by the time Become Your Own Boss and 12 months came out, I had like 10,000 followers on Twitter. And back then, wow. that was like a lot of people because Twitter oh, wow. was still that kind is, of yeah. nascent. Um, but um, I mean, now I have like 300,000 people on Twitter. But back then, it was like I had 10,000 people on Twitter. But in that time span, in the 18 months while we were waiting, all I ever did was help people. All I ever did was answer people's small business questions, share helpful articles about small business. And then I would also share something personal about myself every day. Like, you know, my son was a baby. So I had to be like, you know, had to act like an ape to get Jojo to eat a banana this morning. You know, anything Mm -hmm. like that would help people, you know, get to know me more personally. Um, And and that it just took off from there. And I launched my blog in 2009. And then my blog created other opportunities for me. That's how I started writing for Entrepreneur. I wrote for them for Uh about two years. And then the New York Times called and said, hey, we got Uh this You're the Boss blog. We'd like you to write a social media column for us. I was like, sure. Right. It was like a dream come true as a journalist. Uh, So. Yeah. I mean, and it just created this whole life of its own. And oh, and by the way, that little book that I wrote, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months, it's still in print. It has sold over 100,000 copies worldwide. It was published in Spanish and Portuguese. And um, it's actually in its third edition with Simon & Schuster. So I am so, so, so proud of this little book and it had everything to do with my, my support and community online that supported Mm -hmm. this book and really helped Uh me and promoted it. And people Uh called me and asked me if they could do reviews, you know, it was amazing um, (laughs) how people supported me, you know, when the book finally came out. Well, Melinda, like you really were a pioneer on the online marketing and digital marketing. There's, there's really the, the textbook definition of the first wave Whoever used digital marketing 
into like a, an international success, like or like a big success, like you have. Um, just a real quick tangent. I want to keep talking. I we I really want to dig into that whole online marketing because that is your, you know, you are the expert, you are the master. But just a real quick tangent. Why small biz? Like why small biz, lady? Why small biz in particular? I'm really interested. Well, I wrote Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months because it was the book I had never read. And I felt like there was all these views from the top kind of books, right? There wasn't anybody who told you what it was like while they were still building their ship, right? And that's the story that I told. And I think that it's really needed because I believe that people have this romanticized view of what entrepreneurship is. Like I'm going to have more time and I'm going to make all this money. Well, maybe you will eventually, but you won't the first few years you're in business. And so I really wanted to give people almost a sobering account of what it really takes to run a successful business. And I, this is the advice I wish I had. Um, And it was just, and it just became my advocation and my calling, my purpose, everything. Like, I don't even know what I would do if I wasn't the small biz lady now. But the other thing too, is it also grew my marketing consulting business because I became so good at building my own brand that major corporations started calling me and asking me to help them with their marketing. So literally I've worked with over 150 corporate brands in the last 16 years on their marketing and marketing themselves to the small business market and building their brands and speaking to their corporate boards of trustees and things like that about what their small business customers need. So how I built my own brand created an incredible, Mm -hmm. you know, basically reinvigorated Mm -hmm. my Quintessa's group company. Um, But since then we've also created Small Biz Lady Enterprises, which is my Uh education and training company that strictly focuses on helping uh, and growing women entrepreneurs to start and grow uh-huh. successful businesses. So, you know, it, it's, it's amazing. We, we now have two companies that, that serve the small business market. That's, that's, that's just, a, that's a great story. You know, like you went from, you went from starting it and then almost falling apart to recovering at the advent of online marketing and then now you're you're like mm-hmm. teaching people and helping everyone into like uh, s- starting their own thing into advice you wish you've had. You're you're not. I feel like it's 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 a uh, it doesn't do you justice to just call you a pioneer. It feels like you are one of the leading voices when it comes to small biz, right? Because having your book still in yeah. print and still having this, you know, all this results from all this. Um, Online marketing, branding, which I really want to get into, by the way. Um, I watched your episode. I'm trying to remember where. I, I, uh, I watched one of your episodes. I think it was Google Google School Business. Uh, I watched one of your interviews there. Yeah, Google My Business National, Google My Business. Boy, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And then there you were. you mentioned something like seven seconds. Seven seconds on the website, they're out of there, right? You gotta, you gotta catch it. And on a mobile device, it's like three seconds. It, three on a mobile seconds. device, it's shorter oh, than that. On a desktop, a desktop or laptop, you get seven seconds. But on a mobile device, it's like three seconds. If that site doesn't load quickly, and I see what I'm looking for, 
that's it i'm out you know you don't people are very unforgiving so you have really got to be on top of things like load time and Mm -hmm. making sure that your information is really clear you know Mm -hmm. if you confuse confuse you lose so you want to make sure that people can find exactly Mm -hmm. what they need that there's no friction in your shopping cart process that you know your follow-up is strong Um, and that you actually check on them after they buy from you and make sure that they liked it or that everything went okay or that they know how to use it because keeping your customers is just as valuable as attracting them in the first place. Uh huh. Wow. That's a great way to put it. So that is why I want to dig into this because it, it really is, you are the expert on this. You are the master in this, right? So apart from just websites and how to optimize that, you know, how to maximize that and what are the things to think about. It's really, in general, online marketing, digital marketing, right? Now, with your expertise in that particular part, now that you're also starting your online school, uh, your university, how do you see digital marketing evolve? Uh, But more than that, what are the critical skills that business owners should be focusing into, Um, especially now, because you've the trends have changed, and I imagine you guys have changed with it. So what is the critical skill today, right now, and how do you see it moving forward? Well, as, as someone trying to become an author, speaker, or coach, it's not just about the content. It's really about curriculum. Like, what are you teaching people? And you've got to make sure that you have it in a way that is quick, relevant, and helpful to people because it is about solutions. You don't sell products and services, you sell solutions. And the person that can solve the most problems gets to charge the most. So that's who you want to be. So you want to get out here and be consistent, Uh join the online community and don't be always selling stuff, right? Just like find out how people are doing, right? Take their temperature. Take a, do a survey, right? And it could be a fun survey. Uh, somebody put out the other night, we're the top five rappers of all time. You know, it's like people wanted to like duke it out to talk about, you know, so I, I think that there's lots of opportunities for you to put out content, but it's not about putting out content. It's about engagement mm-hmm. because now micro influencers are far more successful than big mega influencers because they have a small niche engaged yeah audience and that's right. what you want to build for your brand that's fantastic um melinda i know that you are working on something big when it comes to this you are talking about uh not just your in your university but this is something you would like to you know push forward eventually i believe this is one of your new projects so as we come to an end to this as we wrap this up Tell us a bit more about that, please. And where can we find it? And where can we find you? Oh, well, I am the small biz lady on all platforms. So that's all you do is it's like like a bad signal, right? You just put like small biz lady out there. You'll find me. But my new program I'm so excited about is called Brand in Demand. And I am doing a Brand in Demand group coaching program. And we're Mm -hmm. kicking off cohort two on March 20th. And I'm going to teach people. It's a six month program. And I'm going to walk you through like the hard questions. Like everybody always wants to go to marketing tactics, but you might not be ready for that, right? We got to go. Who is your audience looking at the competition? 
building your tagline, building your offer, launching your offer, right? All that good, good stuff that nobody's going to teach you. They're just going to teach you how to pretend like you're important on the internet. And those people ain't selling nothing. So I want to teach you how to actually build a brand that you can monetize. That's the whole point of branded demand. And my branded demand group coaching program kicks off cohort two on March 20th. And let me tell you what the best part about it is. If you sign up, I'm going to do a glam brand makeover on you. I'm going to bring you to Philadelphia. We're going to get my photographers, my hair and makeup people, my stylists. Oh, we listen, I am going to make people look like a million plus. And uh-huh. then I've got my video crew that's going to help you record a little video sizzle reel and edit oh, it no. up. Oh, wow. so if you sign up for my program before February 23rd, hopefully you can get a slot. And if you do, that's the bonus. If you sign up for the coaching program, now you can come to my glam brand makeover, but you're going to pay full price. Everybody <laughs> in my Everyone in my membership group training program gets to come for free. It's part of your training. So I want to encourage everybody to head over to my website and that is succeed as your own forward slash glam. Okay. So that's how you get the information. And I can't wait to see you guys in Philadelphia, March 29th and 30th for the glam brand makeover. Hey. It's going to be all right, guys, you heard it here. Succeed as your own boss.com forward slash glam. Get in there before February 23rd and meet the the small biz queen herself. I want to call you queen now. You're the she is gonna glam you up. And Melinda, thank you so much for today and thank you for all the insight and knowledge. And I will stay connected with you. And for all our audience and listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Melinda, thank you for your time. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited that you're here with me. And let's do this. Let's do this. See you in the next one. Bye-bye. All right. So here's the thing. We try to get a little bit better every day, but we can't do it without you. So if you like the video, make sure to like and subscribe below. And if you have any comments, just leave them in the space under.